Welcome to Banter, episode number eight. I'm Rohan Anand. And I am Matt Gregg. And we are back. We are back. It's been a long time coming. How long's it been? It's been at least six months, nine months. Yeah, because it was back before August, wasn't it? It was. uh, Yeah, that was before our just shittiest semester of college started. We, we always like to say that our banter output was inversely proportional to how much corporate finance we were doing. And uh, boy. That was a lot. <laughs> it was correct. It got us, in fact, the class ended and we still didn't record, so. But we're back and that's what matters. So we are excited to bring you today our eighth episode of Banter. It's, yeah, it's pretty exciting times. So before we get started with our new music, Matt, how have you been? I've been great. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've been stressed, but I've been great. Uh, it's been a busy time. Yeah. Busy time of our lives. Um, yeah. Uh, a lot of music has come out since then, since the last time we talked. We'll get into that soon. Um, politically, I feel like it's been about 10,000 years since the last time we recorded. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, I think we can all agree on that. But um, And yeah. on, on a happier tone, Matt is now engaged. And tomorrow- Was I not engaged last time we recorded? You may not have been. I'm not sure. But yeah, yeah, that yeah. was also a pretty big fucking yeah, deal. Getting hitched, yeah, you know, and no then ball and chain, all ball and chain, and then tomorrow he's going to be running his first half marathon. First half marathon tomorrow. So it's a lot of exciting times. We're feeding it all in. <laughs> yes, we are. Yes, we are. What about you? Things have been good for me. I'm looking forward to our graduation in less than two months from now, yeah. and uh, that's pretty much that all. I can talk about because my life has been boring otherwise. So let's move on to <laughs> new music. Oh uh, well, since we have, since we haven't done this in um, anyway, we won't talk about the length of time. <laughs> but this this is a, I would say an expansive playlist. Um, we're just gonna go. We're just, we'll go in order. I'm gonna hit highlights because I'm not gonna talk about 36 songs, but. Uh, here we go. Uh, so Kendrick Lamar just made a new album. Um, really, it's a soundtrack for the Black Panther movie uh, film. I would say great film, great movie. Um, he scored a lot of the songs I put on the song on here, which is now a hit. Was our newly released single when I put it on here? But all the stars with SZA, great, nice. great tune. Um, I have Justin Timberlake on here because it was also a single release before that album, which I we were so excited about. And the end result is bad album. Uh, it's not a good album. He said he was going for Bon Iver oof. of a sound, which is a bold bold claim because that's a hard sound to recreate. And uh, it's just yeah, it what about on the lines of the Super Bowl halftime show performance? Uh, it was whelming. Mm. It was neither under nor over. Okay, whelming for me. Okay. Just, I was whelmed. You were whelmed. What was your thoughts? I was overwhelmed, personally, but then again... You liked it. I liked it, but then again, I'm also... What about it? Okay, so what... I have low standards. Let's just start with that. <laughs> um, and uh, I'm, I'm neither... Now when, it, now, when it comes to JT, I'm neither whelmed nor... I'm, I'm whelmed. I'm neither over nor under. I'm not... I think JT is some good music, but... Right. I mean, I've never been one to say, oh, my God, when 2020 came out, I was, like, over the moon, right? Right. So... Wait, part one or two? Which was your favorite? Part two. Part two is your favorite. I, yeah, so you I was a part, part two. one guy. See? That's why we compliment each other. Yeah. Um, but I personally have lost so much interest in the halftime show anyway because it becomes so commercialized 
and my outcome was really all yeah. I care about is a good Super Bowl and watching the Patriots lose. So yeah. anyway, that's why I say I have low standards from there because afterwards nothing else matters. Yeah. Um, as long as it's not some really cliche, shitty band that like does something stupid, um, either the artist has to be kind of fun and innovative, which I thought he was. He was including the audience, yeah. taking selfies, which I thought was cool. In he that played, shirt? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he didn't strip off anyone's undergarments. I was personally offended by the lack of nipples. I, I was know. expecting I had the over and under at, at half half a nipple gate situation. Just maybe the top of one. Yeah. Can you imagine if the hashtag had gone out there on Twitter 20 trending topic nipplegate nipple 2018? <laughs> yeah, we've got we got porn stars in the president. We got Correct. nipples at the halftime. I mean, we what what kind of sex sex filled uh, society are we living in these days? I know. We would say sex positive, but I mean, that's I guess neither here nor there. We'll we'll wait for Sexter when we come out with that after our next movie podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> movie podcast too. Out of out of homage to Dan Savage. Um <laughs> But anyway, so no, that that was the the JT take on things. I mean, I I've listened to a lot of JT's music since I was younger, right? So yeah. starting from NSYNC, then moving all the way to, um, you know, when he basically was on his own, and I really enjoyed a lot of the tunes that he came out with in the early two thousands, yeah. like you know, and so Cry Me a River. Cry Me a River. I was about to say it was probably one of my favorites. Senorita. Senorita was awesome. So Rock Your Body. Rock Your Body was classic. I mean, Sexy Back, that was also great. Sexy Back. Right. Future Sex Love. My songs. Love. Yes, exactly. My Love. Right. Feet T.I. Right. We've come out with a lot of JT analysis in prior banter episodes, so rather than, I guess, you know, redish on what we thought, I, I think that it suffices. to say I'm that, okay hitting pause and talking JT. Right. And, and so that kind of comes full circle with the fact that the halftime show, I think he, he went through all of those songs. He did. He did a, and he did I a like really that. good expansive mix going, and he didn't bring in the NSYNC thing. It's right. tired. We've been there. Correct. They tried that for the VMAs, wasn't it, a couple years exactly. ago? Exactly, and it was a, a it, mess. It, it didn't, it was, they're all fat now, except for JT. He's the only one that hasn't aged. Right. God bless him. Yeah. Lance so, is at Chili's too much, <laughs> eating those baby back ribs. It's, I, it, yeah. It's, it's bad. So, you know, it, it, it's, it's good, I think, to, to kind of have that rehash, right? Yeah, and I think that's why we're so disappointed in this album is, you know, do what you're good at. Do, do future sex love sounds. Even 2020 got a little... He got. It's like he has to redefine himself every right. single album. Like the the very first one, it was obviously like a, an in sync holdover. Right. You know, there's good pop songs on there. Senorita is a great song. Precisely. But then we get into Future Sex Love Sound, which is this really nice electronic album that came out what 2005 ish time frame. 2009. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That sounds about right. No, 2009. I think 2005 was um, his first album. Correct. And it's this very, it's a sound that was very, I thought, modern and ahead of a lot of predecessors. I think a lot of people started copying that sound afterwards. Right. But then we get into 2020, which has, a, it's a good album. Yep. It has some clunkers. Let's let's not, you know. Gloss over that. You're going to make a double album. That's, you've got a lot of room for error. Yeah. It's going to dilute. It's, it's gonna, two LPs. Yeah. It's, it's, it's four vinyls. Right worth of music. It's a long time to be playing music. So right. you have to be really in tuned and have been working that for a long time. And I, I think it was it was very ambitious, but it didn't pan out. It made right. some really nice songs. But then a lot of the songs were just long because I feel like you have to fill in two albums worth of music. Why, right. is, why is Mirrors an eight and a half minute song? No, it shouldn't be. The last two minutes, good, 
two minutes worth of music. Eh. Yeah. Um, like Let the Groove Get In, another example of a song. that Good song. A good song. But Five and a half minutes of, and afterwards it's just like, I want to, like, I want to punch Carmen in the face. <laughs> and she's not even in the song. Well, now it sounds like a country song when we sing it, but, you know. Right. You know, and then we get to, you know, and then we have this hiatus because, you know, he's got other stuff going on. Um, and the guys had a, already a long, long, long career right. in the public. So, you know, we figured when he took this long and said he was going to go back to his roots, whatever those are. Right. Which, you know, maybe it's shame on us for figuring that back to his roots meant that he was going to go into a country-esque phase because he's never demonstrated that. It's pretty undefined. Um, you know, and, and it's kind of like look at how Beyonce has kind of been able to walk that fine line between recreation but also sure. maintaining what she's true. And, and for her, I think it may even be less about the music and more about the content that she sings about. Right. Maybe he doesn't have that same luxury or maybe he does. Who, who, who knows? But either way, he just didn't pull it off in this last well, album. Well, I, I felt... So, I think you're alluding to Lemonade mm-hmm. versus her self-titled Beyoncé. Correct. Two very different albums. Right. But I think she, she didn't stray too far away from what she was... What her core competency is, if you will. Oh, my God. Um, We're using NBA buzzwords. Sorry. But, but we had to. But you know what? So, you know, you've got, you've got these really nice songs on there that are just very... Like um, Sandcastles, just a very mm-hmm. nice ballad. But that's something that she's done before with Halo. Right. And uh, then you, we have songs um, like uh, Who Run the World Girls on Beyonce album. And then you go to uh, Lemonade, and we've got... Um, shit, what's the song? Sorry. Sorry, and then uh, Formation is the song. And that's, it's more of a traditional Beyonce song. So right. uh, I just I couldn't find one song on JT's album that just reminisced of you know prior JT songs. The closest one I could find, and I believe I put it on the playlist, is Morning Light. Actually, the two best songs on the album are next to each other. Morning Light featuring Alicia Keys, which is just the most straightforward pop duet in the world it's doesn't fit the album and then the song say something with chris stapleton Mm. who i'm not the biggest fan of but i also don't like country so that it's not a fair comparison but it's a it's a i think he added a lot to that song yeah but the rest of the song the album just i i can't i'm looking through it right now and i just don't see one that i would listen to again yeah well i mean i i think that uh we've kind of burn through the JT. Hopefully he'll come around soon. But you've actually found some pretty good ones that you've liked recently, right? If yeah. you don't mind switching gears for a second. Yeah. Um, um, so we're moving on. Um, I have this Migo song on there because they're very popular right now and I, I just don't I'm not into... Rap lately has been really letting me down. Mm-hmm. I just don't listen to much of it anymore because it's just it's it all seems the same. But um, I put a song on here because Nicki Minaj and Cardi B are on it. I mean, why Songs not? Motorsport. Um, go for it. Uh, moving on, 30 Seconds to Mars is like an EDM band now. I don't get it. They had a song with ASAP Rocky on the uh, on their album. Uh, it's bad. Very interesting. Um, I have a song which, ironically enough, was on your yoga playlist this week, Dance by Dance. Which, which I mean... Great song. How, how, how surprising was that? Okay, so I have to I have to eat my own crow because I accuse them of being a one... One-hit one wonder, band. yeah. Well... And then I also made fun of the song Kissing Strangers, which I 
now have grown very fond of. <laughs> but uh, you know what, though? Banter has been consistently putting on songs that have become very popular on our play playlist. So. Right, right. So I don't even, I'm not apologizing. Exactly. Look, I had the middle on here by Zed. Right. From when it first came out. Exactly. I was like, this song's gonna explode. Exactly. And it did. We had the same with Despacito, yeah. to be quite honest with yeah. you. I mean, yeah. you heard it here on Banter. You really did. So, you know, are we... Are we the best at what we do? Uh, yeah. That's why you <laughs> so, listen to us. Right. Um, uh, Shaggy and Sting have an album coming out. Which is kind of awesome. But I laughed at it, and I listened to the song, and I laughed at it, and then I listened to it again on the way to, to this today, yeah. and I love it. It's, 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 it's pretty cool. good music. It's kind of like two like pseudo-creepy type people in like one Yeah, room, you know? Well, Sting, Sting's kind of got the, the, the reggae man vibe going with some like right. message in a bottle. I mean, right, come on. yeah. And, you know, the song that he sang with Desert Rose back in the day. Yeah. You know, or sorry, with Cheb Mommy, Desert Rose was the name of the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, yeah. And it's, good so it's a good song, and I put it on my pool time playlist, and that's T-H-Y-M-E. I live for the puns. Exactly. Um, so Jack White, I, this is another single I put on here before the album came out, but uh, it is, um, the album, I'd listened to it, it just came out yesterday on March, that would have been the 23rd. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's very experimental, so okay. you got to go into it knowing that. Okay. Um, it's, it, it doesn't have a theme, there's no hit songs on it. This song I like the most, uh, uh, listen to it if you want. Uh, Calexico came out with a new album. They're very um, like chill bro, iron and whiny. Uh, it's on here. Jennifer Lopez. J-Lo. New song out called Us, which I assume, presume to be about her romance with A-Rod. I don't know. It's a good song. It's catchy. Okay. Um, Church is a band I absolutely love. They came out with a new single called Get Out. Uh, they have got a new album coming out. Also a band that Banter has acclaimed, kind of like our Banter VIP list member. We started it last year with Bleachers. Sure. I mean, Churches, I think, has kind of become the They're number two. Out. Yeah. 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 We love them. Uh, okay, so this one I also have to spend some time on. It's a Ig I found an oh, Iggy gosh. Azalea song I like. Oh, my gosh. Hell is frozen over. I know. Uh, it's, uh, it's not bad. It's got Quavo from Migos in it. That's okay. That's a start. Okay, it's calm. It's calming. She doesn't. She does rap. Okay, and she does rip off a song to start the song with, which is always a bad move, I think. Yeah. Been around the world, and I, 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 I can't find my baby. <laughs> oh first, my first line of the song. Not a promising start. <laughs> oh my god. Why did I put it on here? I just like. I like how it sounds. Okay. And that's all I'm going to say about it. She sings a little bit. It's not bad. All right. Heavily auto-tuned, sure. Sure. Catchy? Sure. We'll give it to her. <laughs> There's got to be a better way to say that. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, so, uh, uh, oh, Chromeo and the Dream came out with a new song. I really like the Dream, and I really like Chromeo. Now, the song is silly. It's called Bedroom Calling. And it's like, ring, ring, the bedroom's calling. We got to go. Boink it out. Sounds like a Phil Collins version, but like oh, dirtier. It's, it's yeah, well, you know, uh, <laughs> it's it's a it's it's catchy as as, as I'll get out. Right. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Um, I'm gonna skip over a couple of these. Uh, Frank Ocean did a really nice cover of Moon River by Frank Sinatra. Mm -hmm. uh, very cool. Uh, he he kind of loops his vocals and right. harmonizes against himself. Very cool. Right. 
Okay, uh, so while we're here, I gotta go on another. We're gonna have to go on another tangent. Go That's for it. That's why we're here. We can always make this a two-part. This is our podcast. We, we get to do what we want. Yeah, fuck you guys. Okay. <laughs> hey, we signed up for this pod, and we're gonna talk exactly about music for, for the, the people, people by, by the people. people. Thank you very much. So we gotta get the catchphrase in there. We gotta sell albums. Come on, Rohan. Um, you two came out with a new album, Songs of Experience. It's a sister album to Songs of Innocence. That album that everyone was so pissed off about because I got it for free. Matt's very passionate about this I record. I fucking love that album. I don't just like the album, Rohan. You love the album. I know. I you fucking, fucking love, love the, the album. album. Great album. Good songs. Good quality lyrics. 10 out of 10. Okay. Songs of Experience. I would say it's more... Uh, so Songs of Innocence was a little softer, kind of more uh, introverted and, and self-inspecting, you know, inspecting. but this one's more like, this one feels like I need to go, uh, look, like I'm at a rock concert, you know? This is like the old U2 that you think about, like Sunday, Bloody Sunday yeah. type songs. And the, the song I put on here is Red Flag Day, um, and it is, oh, it's so, oh, it's good. Just, just check it out. Just listen to the album. The album's really good. And by the way, you can find all of our new songs on, on the Banter E8 playlist. There will be a link. Yeah, and there will be a link in the bio as always. Uh, Maluma came out with a new song. Favorite of Banter. Favorite of Banter. Um, it's just very nice in Spanish, you know. Right. It's a love song. Yeah. Um, this song I sent you, All Four Walls by Gorgon City. Did you listen to it? Oh yeah. It's this is fun. good shit. It's fun. Yeah. Uh, Vaults is the singer. I've I've never, never heard, heard of him. I've never heard of her either. Yeah, or her, yes. I'm assuming it's a her. I know, it's 2018 and I'm making we, presumptions we to, about gender. I'm to, doing it. Okay. I mean, normally banter's all for gender neutrality, but, yeah. you know, but sometimes one, we have to make educated guesses. This one, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say female. Female. Singing a little, singing a little higher than the, than the rest of us. Precisely. Okay. Uh, great song. Yeah. Very peppy. It is, in fact, on my run playlist. Tomorrow's run playlist. Tomorrow's run playlist. Fuck yeah. I'll be swishing my tail. There you go. To vaults. Not to swish swish though, probably. Oh yeah, the swish swish bish. Come on. It made it on there? Yeah. Very good. Okay, 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 okay. We'll keep going. Uh, Kygo and Miguel came out with a new song. It's great. Miguel mm -hmm. does more of the heavy lifting, so it's less. Boop, 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 boop. Um, NERD had a new album come out. Uh, the song's Lemon. It's all over the radio now. Yeah. Drake just hopped on the remix. It's fun. It's a fun song. I mean, I have no problem I did it how I get it. I it's, live it how I live it. it it's, it it's good for lifting. It, it gets the job done, so. Right. Um, Leon Bridges just came out with an EP. Uh, I, I guess it's a... He, he's, he's into the old-timey sounding music, so this would be released as a 45. One song on one side, one song on the other. Right. Uh, vinyl terms, but... Um, uh, I put the, the... I guess this would be the B-side song, Bad Bad News, on there, which... Uh, the other song is bad, Ain't Worth the Hand, but uh, it's also a good song, but I think this one was the better of the two. Uh, Charlie Puth just came out with a song with Kalani called Done For Me, and that's going to be a mega pop song, so you heard it here first. I know. I'm getting in now because it just came out last week, and it's right. not quite huge, but it's going to be because it's got every ingredient. Like attention huge? or Yeah, it's going to be like attention, and it sounds okay. just like attention. Good. So. I love attention. I do too, so it's good. Um, Diplo just came out with a new album yesterday, or I, I would call this an EP. An extended play. Yeah. Um, I put three songs on there. Worry No More with Little Yachty. Little Yacht. Little Yachty. And Santa Gold. 
a fun combination. Hmm. Uh, I put Colorblind featuring Lil Xan, which oh. I which may be short for Little Xanax. <laughs> and I put Get It Right Remix with Diplo, Gold Link, and M.O. Interesting. Yes. And then finally, I put a song on there called Roots featuring Amanda Fondell. I kind of fell on this song. I just mm -hmm. was clicking around through the old Spotify, and I'm right. hopping on this one, and it's it's fun. So. Anyway, awesome. that's that took forever. But hey, it was a great list. Yeah, and yeah. thank you very much for, for putting this together. Hey, so, hey, that's what I do. And so that was your summary of new music. So moving on to today's podcast topic, as you notice that we started the beginning with Bruce Springsteen's Glory Days, and this is a reminiscent podcast. We were talking because we went on a trip recently, about a month and a half ago, to um, the swamp, which we otherwise might know as Houston, Texas. Um, Houston, Texas. It, it was an involuntary trip um, and uh, required a lot of alcohol to make it through. Yeah. But on the drive down, and this is before, of course, we uh, we started consuming adult beverages, the song by uh, Seismatic, uh, Closing Time, mm -hmm. came on the air. And Semi-Sonic. Semi-Sonic, sorry. Came on the air. And we listened to the song, and the last couple lyrics stuck out to us, which were somewhere... At closing time, somewhere new beginning is where every new beginnings end. Yeah. And we're like, holy shit, that's a really powerful line. It's a good line. And we were actually driving to Texas A&M en route to Houston to stop by. Matt was going to show me his alma mater yeah. uh, and uh, take me around Northgate, which is where all the cool Aggies party. The local watering hole. The local watering holes. Went to the chicken, did all these cool things. Yeah. And it had us thinking, well, shit, we should do a banter podcast episode on our favorite college songs. Yeah. So that's what this episode's about. Yeah. We didn't really plan an agenda for it, but we figured we can talk about college songs to the nth degree. Fuck, we can talk about Justin Timberlake on the cuff for 15 minutes. Exactly. This should be a no. Dare me, I can't talk about my favorite oldies. No brainer for us whatsoever. So I'll start by saying probably one thing that our listeners have figured out about me right now is that I have a very weird taste of music. And within that subset includes the passion for Creed um, <laughs> where uh, that, wait <laughs> was that a Mel Gibson movie yeah it should have been Creed? And, and it was very anti-semitic for the record <laughs> oh, yeah, that's okay well that there we are I think we just lost this target listening audience oh boy okay keep going so my 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 Creed passion started in college when uh, I guess in my my sophomore year some of the guys are running down the hallways and one of them really wanted to listen to Creed while he was in the shower. We had communal showers, and so I was the only one that had Creed on my little my little click wheel iPod at the time. Yeah, wow. And so I said, "Here we go," and plugged it into the auxiliary cord, and all of a sudden, higher starts jamming. You know what's a you know what just a pause. You know what's a, a phrase I'm gonna miss? Hmm. Pass me the ox. Pass me the ox. We can still use it in some cases. Yeah, like on a party bus. Yeah. Hey, well, connect me to your Bluetooth. No, fuck that. I would rather go with a reliable, yeah. reliable method. What if my yeah. Bluetooth doesn't connect to your shitty, whatever it is? Yeah, I want that that just real nice buzz in the back. Exactly. Like, you have to adjust the volume down yeah. on the big thing and then turn it up on your turn phone. Turn it up on your iPod, Dan. Come on. Of course, now that Apple's created phones without aux cords, thank you, Tim Cook. Yeah, first we're fucking up U2 albums, and now we're fucking up aux cords. <laughs> too bad the switching costs are too high. That's yeah. another NBA joke that I've thrown oh, in here. Well, and can you imagine, like, pass me the dongle? Fuck no. Yeah, buy me dinner first, huh? Yeah, no, yeah, that ain't happening. Yeah, come on. So, anyway, the, uh, the, the, the Creed obsession was 
obviously one of the weirder things in college. Um, so what what specifically about Creed really drew you in? I, I think that first of all, my group of friends are just absolutely insane, like in right. not a good way. They're, 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 there's something not right with all of us, um, and that's okay. We've come to embrace that, but yeah. we would do this thing called frumbling, where we would shake up a beer and in the shower, like smash it on our foreheads a couple of times what and then the shotgun f- it. I know, I know. That seems like an unnecessary step, second step. I, it, I know, but what? but no matter what, so we'd be shotgunning beers listening to Creed and then just like, you know, rolling our heads around. <laughs> then we would go to the Creed Whoa. concerts and like, like middle of Mildly nowhere. Concussed. Yeah, no, and then we would go to the Creed concert that was in like Blue Island, Illinois. Where is that? South suburbs of Chicago, deep okay. in Trumplandia, um, where you would find just some of these incredibly passionate Creed fans that came out of the woodworks from all over the Midwest, uh, you know, and... Um, I, I know that Creed is one of those albums or one of those artists that everyone just seems to hate. Um, but you know, we were that obnoxious group of bros that would at every karaoke bar in South Bend, Indiana, yeah. would start playing Creed what, or, or jamming to Creed whenever we could. Yeah. And there would always be like either a random girl or some random dudes that would come join us because they understood it. Yeah. But for the most part, most people are like, "Oh, those fuckers are back here and they're playing their goddamn Creed again." Um, <laughs> So anyway, that that was a that was a big part of my 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 college years, and mm-hmm. has I've retained that. I mean, since graduating, at all of our weddings, there have been at least five weddings. Um, the MC at the wedding will say, "And now we have a special performance by the men of Siegfried Hall." Uh, that was the name of the dorm I lived in, mm-hmm. um, and they're going to sing Creed. Sometimes we sing Creed on acapella. Yeah. Um, so that was that was very very unique. It's a very specific anecdote. Yeah, it is. But it's it's it's, it's it means something to you. It so does. I, no one can take that away. Now, do you have anything that sort of matches that? Um, not to not to a beer can <laughs> on my forehead extent. Um, I think it's well documented though that I am a huge Dave Matthews Band fan. Mm-hmm. I think uh, if you know me, then you know that about me, and uh, you you like me in spite of that or for that. Right. Hopefully the latter and not the former, but if it is the former, whatever. It's right. Dave. Yeah. Real fans call him Dave. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've I've seen him I've seen him thirteen times. Thirteen? Thirteen times. And gonna be fourteen, right? Gonna be fourteen. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen him on the front row. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen him in I guess only in two different states, soon to be three different states. Okay. Um, I uh, absolutely I that's actually how I learned to play guitar was by learning Dave songs. Yeah. And uh, I would just teach myself how to play the songs, and uh, it's just something so inherent to me that I just I can't get enough of it. And mm-hmm. uh, I I think maybe a future banter episode we do, uh, I can just break down. Yeah. Um, are, so are you a Dave fan? So I am, and I was actually about to ask you which is your favorite yeah. Dave song. Um, Gray Street. Gray Street. Interesting. Yeah, okay. Out. And so fun story too. Uh, it took seeing him. 13 times to finally see Gray Street live. Really? And it was it, it was a magical moment. I, I thought, God damn it, here's 13 concerts where I can't 
see Gray Street. Yeah. And it was the very last song of the of the concert, and I cried. Oh my gosh! I, I mean, that's moving, like, right? I really cried. No, hey, that ugly crying, beautiful crying, yeah. emotional crying—it's all good. Yeah. It's cathartic. So what's really going to be cool is I feel like I can go to this 14th concert and just really enjoy the songs. Yeah. And they have a new album coming out. New. Mm-hmm. You get a copy of the album if you go see them. Right. Tour, so. Uh, hey, that's great. a great deal. I'm excited for that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Dave. Dave for me is like that. Now, if you don't mind me sort of allowing, or if you don't mind if I if I give my own sort of a Dave story anecdotes. Yeah. Oh, please. For me, Dave was about. Um, appreciating diversity in tune. Mm-hmm. When I was in high school slash college, um, I remember that you could listen to a song like Satellite, which was slow, yeah. but like beautiful and melodious, or you could listen to a song like Ants Marching yeah. and just want to be like yeah. jamming your head, yeah. you know? And I like that about him. I like yeah. that he didn't have any sort of constraints in terms of the music. I mean, oh, no. it's it about the- live? Oh, right. my gosh. And so, you know, I've, there were some people that would joke that, you know, hey, it's just for a bunch of frat boys. He's like Jimmy Buffett 2.0. And I'm like, that's that's an unnecessary and harsh characterization. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, you can say that his fans yeah, are a bunch of Yeah, and look me in the eyes and tell me you didn't listen to Kesha album one. Yeah, okay. seriously. Okay. Yeah, get off your high horses, yeah. judgy. Um, so I, I personally, um, you know, think that that, that is a, a beautiful association. And, and your 14th concert will be your best, I can tell you. Will I cry? Probably. <laughs> Probably. Who cares? I, I tend to do that with Dave. Right. He's got a special place in my heart. Now, kind of on the same note, let's talk about our karaoke types in college. So I mentioned Creed. Certainly. But, but you know, I think that at karaoke uh, venues, you're you're bound to become very well-versed in some of the oldie classical songs that get right. played in the college karaoke bars. Right. You know, where it's, it's that point where, um, you know, you're fully drunk or you are basically in cigarettes smoke stench it's dim light dive place piano man comes on or um you know summer 69 comes on yeah. or nice. don't stop believe yeah don't stop believing um the possibility of an elton john song might pop up too queen always you know everyone's favorite yeah. if you're gonna play bohemian rhapsody you're basically I, gonna I get want to go to this karaoke bar i've never heard all those songs in a row exactly right yeah. um and sidebar we actually celebrated our birthdays easier this past year at a karaoke bar yeah. and we attempted to sing despacito on top of several other ones it didn't go 100 percent well but i wouldn't say it went worse than like 33 percent it was I a solid seen- 69 I have seen trashed people screw up Sweet Caroline, which I thought a feat impossible. But so I think we we gave it the old college try. We gave it the old college try. There's a lot of words in that song. That's exactly. Oh yes. Um, Not a lot of them in English. Oh yeah. No, absolutely true. Even if you're a Spanish speaker, it's harder than it yeah. sounds. Um, and so for shitting on Bieber, we apologize for like you know when he was thrown beer Have cans. Have we really shat on Bieber that hard in this podcast? Probably, probably not. I'm neutral towards him right now. I don't yeah. think he's done anything bad. No, absolutely not. Now, in, in actually, in reference to Bieber, uh, during our college years, those were the years in which Bieber became big. So these were the years when, at least for me, because I'm a couple yeah. years older, but like Baby yeah. was huge. Um, and not just Bieber, but Kesha and Lady Gaga. And, yeah. um, you know, Kelly Clarkson became pretty big. Um, you're also looking at... Um, yeah, when Poker Face first came out. Exactly. Um, I remember wanting to hear that song more on the radio, because this was back in the days when you couldn't just go on Spotify and listen right. to it. You had to either wait for it to come out on the radio, go buy the album, which I wasn't going to do, right. or, you know, right. get on the internet.com and... Right, and 
find a torrent. Right, and you know, t- YouTube was was kind of slow, and you know, would take over, it'd be blocked. Yeah, you um, had to get your mom off the phone so you could dial up and <laughs> DSL. Um, we also had Brittany that went through her meltdown, but then subsequent kind of come back in a way. Yeah. Um, we had Katy Perry. I mean, really starting off with hot and cold. Uh, that was big. Was that her first one, or was it Kissed a Girl? Were they uh, it was Kissed a Girl first, but then Hot and Cold. Was I guess more. that really solidified it. Exactly. Yeah, because you heard Kissed a Girl, and you're like, okay, this feels like a one-hit wonder. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, especially because Hannah Montana, or what? what's her real name? Miley uh, Cyrus. Miley Cyrus. She was kind of big in the in the college days for me, at least. Yeah. With, like, um, in the USA. And See You Again. Like, those were, yeah. those were huge. But she's not really done much since then, has she? drugs uh yeah that's true um one of the hemsworths yeah yeah that's right <laughs> i mean you know it's been a while since 23 or wrecking ball um and also do you know during this year during these college years for me um while we're still on the topic of um of trends really r&b was big with akon yeah. i remember that akon and jason derulo and oh, baby Usher baby, oh my God, Usher! I thought his days had peaked in no, high school. No, 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 no. I remember in uh, what, what was that album with Climax on it? That was that song was huge when when it came out. Yeah, I was in college when that one came out. And that was uh, it, it was just like because baby tonight. Yeah, DJ's, DJ's got fall his phone in love, in love yeah. again. Was, and has a it has a DJ ever made someone fall in love? I, I don't think love? so. I, I love love is a bit Love's much. Love's the wrong word. Lust, possibly. Yeah, 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 I mean, yeah. but like love, let's let's tone it down a hot All right, second. So, so what kind of genres were you listening to in college? Well, I mean, we all had to know the pop, right? Because yeah. those were the songs that you could only get people to drink and dance. Oh my gosh, I sound extremely rapey right now saying that. Um, no, but like when you had... Um, that's the only song that's getting people to drink and dance. <laughs> so we would have, in my, my senior year, I lived off campus, we, we loved the late night dance party. Sure. And I'm talking like 3 a.m., onwards because the bars are closed closed. sometimes we would be in costume because why the hell not um playing pong doing whatever and you know you have a mixture of you know beer pong or like the 70s arcade game oh no no beer pong okay but i mean we weren't cool we weren't cool enough to have that kind of pong in in the house um but we would be jamming out to like for example my roommate for he loved all the shitty Pitbull and Enrique and you know whatever and so the night would turn into like a sing-along yeah and so if you didn't know certain songs like you know Bad Romance or if you didn't know songs like you know Mr. Worldwide yeah yeah yeah, you know you would you wouldn't be able to to sort of enjoy yourself as much knowing the pop music was important but I think that I also I learned um I actually really honed my 80s music in college too yeah um I remember my roommate in college was this, and still one of my best friends, but this Long Islander. So he really loved Billy Joel. Yeah. And for him, Billy Joel was like his idol. Um, but emanating from that, he would listen to any 80s song ranging from um, Kiri, uh, from Mr. Mister all the way to Peter Gabriel, back up to Whitney, all the way down to, um, I mean, Berlin, even, wow. yeah, I mean, like, his music taste, he loved it all, and so I really got to know, like, all of the 80 songs that I personally am close to today, you know, Billy Ocean, and uh, Phil Collins, and um, 
it, you know, to me that that was actually very comforting too, because I would listen to these kind of songs on the way to, to classes, or you know, just sort of in a chill out place. Yeah, yeah. That I uh, I guess I kind of went the opposite direction. I was into newer indie music, so mm-hmm. I, I I got really deep into just really small bands. Like for spring break, I would go to South by Southwest and go check out bands. And, yeah. Uh, I, that's what I really enjoyed doing. Like, mm-hmm. I, I got to see some really cool acts back then. Some that have gotten large now. Like um, I saw Charlie XCX. Back oh, nice! Back before she was, you know, just hugely popular. That was before um, uh, uh, the. It, 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 well, God, I can't talk. Um, the um, Icona Pop song right, came out. Right, right, and then um, yeah, I mean, I was into all these indie artists. Um, that was back when like. Uh, I, I, one of my favorite bands was Youth Lagoon, and they're not around. Well, it, it was one guy and a drummer, I guess, but uh, right. he's he's not playing anymore. So that was a sad day. I, that was back when Bon Iver wasn't so l- large. Now, before he was on a Kanye West album, actually, I remember when he was on the Kanye West album. That that album, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, came out when I was in college. Mm-hmm. And I remember buying that the day it came out. Right. And uh, that album was perfect. Right. And uh, so that's that was kind of my. Well, college is the time for yeah. experimentation, right? So yeah, I was listening to just weird shit, and you know, I could list off names of bands, but they're probably all gone now. Or mm-hmm. like Yellow Ostrich, that right. doesn't mean anything to anybody. Or, right. Or uh, Maps and Atlases, bands that I I really liked. Right. Because um, so, I guess part of that came from too when I was in high school, I listened to post hardcore and or screamo, if you will. Yeah. I was just into it. Yeah. And, uh, and then I got to college. I I went to A and M, and I never liked country music. I just yeah, it's not for me. And that could be considered blasphemous at a school. Like a M, sure. right? Yeah, it's kind of like going to Notre Dame and not liking I don't know Irish music or shitty pop music, but yeah. everyone liked to yell out to yeah. Cascada, and I'm like, okay, I get yeah. it. Every time we touch, you get this feeling. Sure. Every time we kiss, you swear you can fly. Yeah, we well, get and, it. And I think every college has that subset of just like that blasty pop music, so mm-hmm. people can grind on each other. I oh, mean, exactly. Sure. So I, I think you're going to have that at any college, which is so so strange. Like our generation, that's that's what we have. I mean, back in the '80s, it was rock and, and things. You know? Right. What, what do you think the next generation is going to have? I don't even know. Morse code simulations. <laughs> yeah, simulations VR. possibly, or, or, or conducting a pro forma. We we never know. Yeah, because I was thinking about this today too, and I know this is an aside, but whatever, it's our podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so '80s had synthwave and rock, mm-hmm. and then the fusion of those kind of turned into hair metal. Yeah, and that takes us to the '90s, where synthwave comes back again. Yeah, but then there's also grunge, and then we move forward into the 2000s, and then now there's this like pop synth which is here again and yeah. has always been here and, and, and I, I would almost say more prevalent than rock now but there's still like a little subset of rock and there was the screamo music that came out yep for us like what's next right you're absolutely how right. harder do you get than screamo well you know it's funny some of our co- uh, classmates went to south africa for their global trips which was last summer and they all were telling me that they went to the silent disco did you hear about this oh my god yeah we're like you know, everyone gets headphones, and you're listening to the music on headphones, and everyone's kind of li- either they're listening to the same songs or they're not. But based on the popularity of the songs that they're listening to, you know, 
the DJs change the song. And I'm like, that sounds cool in theory, but like also really antisocial. You might as well just yeah. tell people to go to a bar and be on their phones the entire time. Yeah, that takes out the, the, the human social aspect, aspect. Of it. And that's what worries me about music. It's just becoming so inhuman and there's no, like you go to concerts now and I hate to sound like an 80 year old old fart because I do this sometimes too but it's like you know everyone's just recording the whole thing and no one's really paying attention to the music right. and it's just to see a phone take the phones down yeah. take the phones down you know yeah. take a couple selfies if you want to a couple sure. snapchats I, I get it like, but everyone but, wants a memory take a snap because you're right. not no one's going to fucking watch that video actually. no exactly exactly so it, it, save it, your phone data it just worries me that, that music's becoming so inhuman and mm -hmm. it's just kind of and maybe this is what people said about our music, so I don't know. But. It's a generation. Now, on the note of concerts, actually, one thing I wanted to ask you was, I assume that A&M attracted tons of artists Not on as campus. much as you think. Not what? when I was there. It's no getting way. better. Okay. Because we were still kind of a smaller I town. see. Because we had, we had a very interesting right. You know, and I'll admit, believe it or not, I didn't actually go to a concert until I was a freshman in college. Really? And the first one I went to was Third Eye Blind. What a great way to oh kick it Oh my gosh. Off. I mean, that just, that's what, how I fell in love with going to concerts. Um, but, you know, I went to sort of a wide array of concerts. I, I got to see Ravi Shankar live. You know, he was the sitarist uh, from India who did the East Meets West thing with the, uh, with the Beatles. Or sorry, oh. with the, uh, yeah, with the Beatles back in the day. And he was the, quote, illegitimate father of Nora Jones. Um, and so... Oh yeah, you know that was that was kind of neat. Denton favorite. Yeah, and and you know he's passed now, but it was neat to see him before he died. It's kind of like a homage to, um, you know, my heritage. I, I went to see DJ Tiesto, which was which was something else. You I know mean, what? That guy's been cranking out hits for a while. Oh, I know, time. and you know he's still one of my favorite trance artists. But I'm one of those weirdos that also likes trance. Well, I think he's more. I think his music is very accessible. It is. It is. You know, it's it's a very um, it, you know it can it, you can take any song and you know you can take a Coldplay song and he, he yeah. can he can make it seem kind of cool. He just has it, to me. It seems like he's got a little more finesse than like a David yeah. Guetta. Oh, for sure, David Guetta. Yeah, let's not even go there. Okay. I think we've ripped him a new one several times sure. on banter. Um, I got to see Flogging Molly, which was awesome. I mean, I walked out of that concert is dripping that like, wet. Is that like? Wait, dripping wet from what? From sweat, because oh, it was like oh, a mosh pit in there. Right, oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Cl clarify that one. Yeah, exactly. Um, is that like a rite of passage at Notre Dame? Nah, not so much. I mean, they're they're freaking Irish band, but they're from California. Like, I mean, they're not like, yeah. they're not like the Galway, you know, stone sure. or anything. But like, but um, it, it was for people who like that kind of music. I mean, I, I found it to be... I liked the music, so therefore I went to the concert. Mm. And it was only like 600 people packed into a room that was about this size, so that's yeah. why you know I ran out. We're in a we're in a smallish room. We're in a smallish classroom. Like a classroom. Um, Sister Hazel came. That was pretty neat. Yeah. Um, Wisini Yandel. That was very interesting. The reggaeton band. Um, they came, uh, I got to see Creed, obviously, but that was not at Notre Dame campus, yeah. that was off campus. Yeah, well, I guess I should say at A&M, a lot of country artists would come through, so maybe mm -hmm. that's why I didn't feel like a lot of concerts came to College that's Station. That's so interesting. Well, but uh, we did get a, f a few big acts, like Ben Rector and mm -hmm. uh, Mayor Hawthorne, who I really like, came yeah. through. Um, but then... I mean, it was all country music. Really? So you wouldn't even get like well, a... Well, Chili Fest is down there, too, which is a huge country music festival. Yeah, that's true. But you wouldn't get like a Matt Costa or Ben Harper or... No. Really? That's, that's so surprising to me. We would get like maybe one or two of a, let's call it a mid-sized band. Okay. You know, like, like, a, like a James Taylor kind of guy. Okay. You know, yeah. not that he came specifically, but about that kind of popularity. Yeah. 
Still, though, very, very um, interesting. A band that came through a lot was Driver Friendly, who's okay. out of Austin, and they're, they're a small band, but they, they had some really good songs, mm. and uh, they're making a comeback, and if you're listening Driver Friendly, which why wouldn't you be? Right. I'm excited for you guys. Yeah, good for you. Um, so, you know, just kind of wrap up this this whole um, segment. You know, I, I think that for, for us, you know, these songs bring up so much nostalgia from our college years because both Matt and I went to very... Um, very dynamic universities that are certainly that have share a lot of common attributes um storied school histories but both matt and i also just kind of like you know went through our own you know growth phases that led to where we are in life uh while we were at our colleges and so you know for both of us music was a conduit to like kind of navigate through you know the intensity for him of engineering or braving the shitty cold for me you know so that's that's kind of how I think music played a role in our lives. Yeah, music's so integral to, especially just your interactions with people that you don't even think about when you're at a bar and all of a sudden the song comes on that you know and now you're having a conversation with somebody in a college bar that happens all the time. Right. Like, how old do I sound right now? In, in a college in a college bar, this happens all the time. I see it every day. <laughs> and the other cool thing was is that you could meet people who also had the same kind of weird yeah. taste in music Especially that you did. specific types of Oh, music. for sure. I mean, that was probably one of the coolest things. I was like, oh, wow, I'm not a loser for knowing what song this is yeah. in this particular genre that's hidden somewhere else. I mean, for God's sakes, Creed, perfect example of that. Yeah. Um, and so that shaming from high school was not really there. Yeah. Um, and, of course, the sharing part of it was cool too, right? Yeah. Um, and we should also not be disrespectful towards Apple, but yeah, having Apple students was pretty great. Um, you know, yeah. being able to get that free iTunes to download a week was neat. I remember going into Starbucks just specifically to get the free, like, sampler of songs they would give you every week. Right, right. And I found some good songs through that. Right, you could find, like, these unknown bands like St. Lucia or The Islands or, yeah. you know, ones that would become really big, like, you know, One Direction. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, it, it sort of, it, 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 it has all these different ways in which you can go down mm-hmm. various paths. And so, you know, we, we salute you guys yeah. for playing a role in that development. Mm-hmm. So... Anyway, that concludes our episode number eight, talking about all the things that we liked from college. Uh, As always, you can find us on SoundCloud, on iTunes, and you can also find our playlist on Spotify. Yeah, and I wonder if we can get our podcast on Spotify one of these days. We may have to get our engineers on this one. Yeah, that's a work in progress. Yeah. But until then, we're just happy to crank out another episode. Yeah, and uh, maybe one day we'll, we'll make it down that, Dave podcast because I, I could go album by album for Dave. We, we, we can work on that. Would we'll we add have it to any the listeners? Queue. Probably not. Yeah, Would but we hey, we can I'll do whatever talk, the fuck we want. It's yeah. our podcast. It's our podcast. Well, All thank right. you very much. I'm Rohan Anand. And I'm Matt Gregg. Signing off. Thank you. Thank you, guys.